Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast. So for this episode, I am very, very, very excited because I will be comparing YouTube versus podcast so that you can find the ideal platform for your brand and business. This is the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. I've been wanting to record this podcast episode for so, so, so long because whenever I'm, you know, looking up YouTube questions and Facebook groups or, you know, just, you know, checking what's going on online around that topic, I see a lot, a lot of girlboss entrepreneurs ask, should I do a podcast or should I do YouTube? Like, what's better for my business or, you know, what works better. And I mean, you guys know that I am absolutely obsessed with both. And of course, if you can and if you want to, if you really have to drive in passion, definitely do both because both platforms are incredible as we will be um, talking about in today's episode. And I really hope that I can help you to find the ideal fit for your business because it is so, so, so important to either have a YouTube channel or a podcast in today's, you know, social media, online marketing world, because, you know, that's also something that Erin May Henry, who I recently featured on my podcast, she teaches that, you know, as an um, online entrepreneur, someone who wants to build their personal brand online, you need a social platform, a community platform, and you need a rich content platform, okay? So a community slash um, social platform could be Facebook or Instagram, right? Those are like the two common ones. And then a rich content platform is either video, so YouTube, a podcast, or a blog. And I personally am not a big believer in blogging anymore. I really think that podcasting in YouTube is where it's at. So that is why in this podcast episode, we will be comparing both of those tools and platforms to really see what's the best fit for your business. So I would absolutely highly suggest you that you can grab a pen because I do have a lot of categories that we will go through and I would really recommend you to just, you know, either make a little, um, oh my God, how do you call that? Make, uh, make, a, make a table, make a table <laughs> um, on like maybe pro and contra or, you know, anything you really want to write down, what you think actually fits your business, what doesn't. Um, just take some notes, right? Because I have a lot, a lot of content to cover. So we will be comparing YouTube and podcast by growth, time, equipment, skills, monetization, and audience interaction. So let's get started with the growth. And this is not um, referring to the growth of the platform because both are booming, like absolutely booming. I don't know about you, but I've, I feel like for the past year, like podcasts have been exploding and everyone, you know, has been seeing that or realizing how 
how powerful podcasts are because the thing is that we get more and more busy and the amazing thing about podcasts is that you can listen to a podcast while doing something else so this multitasking um ability is so so important and so powerful you know um you know, and also when you look at Siri or Alexa, the whole, you know, e-commerce online digital marketing space goes towards audio. And that is why podcasts are so powerful. But also, of course, YouTube is so powerful. It is still growing incredibly. Um, I think the most up-to-date number is that there are 1.8 billion active users on YouTube, which is insane. And YouTube is growing 20 times faster than Facebook. Okay, so if you think that the YouTube boom is over, definitely not. So both platforms are incredible. However, I'm not talking about the growth of the platform. I want to talk about how you can grow on the platform because I think this is really important to start out with because, of course, we want to leverage those rich content platforms to grow our personal brand and to get new people to, you know, our business, new potential clients, new potential, you know, fans and followers, all of that fun jazz. So it's obviously important to know, well, how do we actually grow on those platforms? Let's start with YouTube. I think I will always just start with YouTube and then talk about podcasts. So how you grow on YouTube, this is something I talk about all the time. So if you want to know more about that in depth, then definitely check out um, other podcast episodes I did on that. But the um, number one um, way to get discovered on YouTube is through YouTube search and through ranking your videos in YouTube search. What is basically the goal of your search engine optimization or the video optimization of your YouTube videos is that when, you know, your ideal client types in how to start a business in 2018 um, with no money on my laptop or I don't really know, that's just an example, your video should come up first, second or third. Why? Because people are only clicking on those few first videos and they are not looking on other pages. Or have you ever like scrolled down on YouTube very much? No, you haven't. You probably clicked the first or second video. And that is why ranking, that is called ranking, showing up in those um, first search results, ranking is so important. How you rank is by a lot of factors. But one of the most important ones is that you clearly... Um, and you know effectively optimize your videos using um, the certain keywords um, in title, description, and tags that you are really consistent as well so that YouTube knows that you're being serious about the platform and all of that fun stuff. So I would say that ranking on YouTube is absolutely not guaranteed. You can use all of the best practices that I'm so, so happy to teach you and that I'm also teaching here on my podcast to really get the best chance at ranking. But in the end, it is not really guaranteed, which is why consistency is so important on YouTube so that you get as many chances as possible to come up in those you know, first search results. However, the great thing is that once you rank right? Once you've ranked that video, once you've put in that effort, this will work for itself. 
on autopilot. Your community will grow. We are talking about growth right now, right? You will grow on autopilot. Once you have established this authority in different search terms, then you know, you are the go-to resource and you will get new clients, new fans, new um, audience members on autopilot. So this is how you grow on YouTube. It's like the number one way. Of course, you can also do collaborations. However, I wouldn't say that this is the number one way to grow when um, you're first starting out or generally on YouTube, but this is also a great way. For podcasts, I have made the experience that the number one way to grow is to interview someone and to leverage someone else's audience. Of course, podcasts do have a certain searchability to it. So what you really want to do is, um, of course, make a podcast around a really strong niche. Nothing like general, 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 yeah, nothing general, something really specific. And then when people type in that in iTunes, you can obviously um, come up there as well. So people can discover you through this. And you do that by, again, just like in YouTube, putting in the certain, you know, keywords, search phrases in your podcast description, in your episode titles, blah, blah, blah. However, at least what I've looked at online researched, there isn't really um, a lot of proof that, you know, um, podcasts are really searchable. I really hope that um, iTunes or Spotify or whoever will improve that in the future. But what I found when you're first starting a podcast, the best way to really grow a podcast is through interviewing people. Um, especially like this is also why I think podcasting is working for so many people. It's because you leverage someone else's audience. Because obviously, once you know, you interviewed someone and then you promote it on social media, of course, they will also promote the episode. So your episode, your podcast will be exposed to a really completely new audience that is, of course, already in your niche. So just as on YouTube, you get a lot of quality leads, quality people coming to you because they're already searching for it. If you interview people on your podcast, those are just as quality people as on YouTube because, you know, they're already following that person you are interviewing. And of course, you you only want to interview people <laughs> who are actually in your niche because this won't bring you any benefit. This won't bring your audience any benefits. And what I also wanted to just quickly touch upon, because we have to, like, we have to keep on going, otherwise I will talk for ages. <laughs> but something I just quickly wanted to mention is that do not wait for, like, to pitch people, okay? Do not wait for your podcast to hit, like, 10,000 downloads, because this will take some time if you're first starting out. Just pitch people, okay? Pitch people to interview them. And what I did in the beginning I just asked in Facebook groups and I was like, oh yeah, I have this podcast. Who wants to be on it? And I even interviewed people who didn't have a large social media following. But I mean, the thing is, I also always say that um, if someone doesn't have a big social media following, that does not mean that they don't have potential dream clients for you in their audience, okay? Like if they have 100 likes on their Facebook page, 90 of them could be ideal clients. I mean, you never, ever know, right? So first of all, don't judge that, right? We, we don't want to judge numbers ever. 
And then second of all, this is just so, so powerful as well because, you know, niche audiences are really, really strong. And usually when, you know, the circle of that person is still really small, you also have a greater engagement. So this is also great. So don't be afraid to, you know, also feature smaller people as long as they um, fit your niche. But then also with time, don't be afraid to pitch people. It will always feel super uncomfortable for me. Um, I was like, I was so out of my comfort zone to, you know, ask Aaron to be on my podcast and to ask Hannah to be on my podcast. But the thing is, if you like, you just have to start and one one more tip before we move on because we really have to move on <laughs> one more tip that I want to give you is to really before you pitch someone to be on your podcast build a relationship before that of course you don't have to become best friends with them but definitely you know for a few weeks at least follow them on their social media see what they're up to like their stuff comment on their stuff maybe you know, DM them on Instagram or whatever and really build that relationship and make sure they kind of know who you are. Of course, it always depends, but it's always good to, you know, engage, of course, before that. And this will also um, really make it easier for you to come up with the podcast interview questions if you really know what someone is talking about, right? So just a quick recap How you grow on YouTube, like the best way to grow on YouTube is through ranking videos in search. The best way to grow a podcast is through interviews. Okay, have you have you written that down? Because this is really important. <laughs> right, second category, time. How much time does it take? And this is probably, you know, one of the biggest reasons why... I would recommend a podcast over a YouTube because podcasts are so, so, so much less time consuming. Of course, again, starting with YouTube, I always tell you that Yes, it is time consuming, but with the most, like with a really effective and efficient workflow that saves you a lot of time, you can also create YouTube content with not that many hours in your schedule, right? If you're able to batch produce, so if you batch plan videos, if you batch film videos, if you batch edit videos, this, you know, takes so, so, so much time. Um, No, this doesn't take so much time than it would usually take if you would film every um, week. And for example, also, if you get someone to edit your videos, that could also save a lot of time, right? Um, but of course, I don't want to like pretend, of course, YouTube is time consuming, okay? I never want to say it's not time consuming. It's just not as time consuming as you may think. And then for the podcast, this is like why I love podcasting so much. It's not at all time consuming. Like the cool thing about it is you can literally lay in your bed, no makeup, in your pajamas and record podcast episodes. Whereas for YouTube, you have to like get ready and set up everything. You can literally just lay in your bed and record some podcast episodes. And 
Also, the thing, like, you obviously don't have to do a lot of post-production. At least I don't recommend that because people, you know, you you like when people make mistakes when they're talking. It's funny, right? I, like, in the beginning when I started podcasting, I would use, like, I would um, edit so, so, so much of my podcast episodes. And now I'm just like, well, I mean, everyone talks BS and probably it's quite funny as well. So you don't have a lot of pre-production for podcast episode episode <laughs> podcast episodes of course you do sometimes have to write down some notes if you want to also I wouldn't recommend to script podcast episodes because you can just like you can just hear it if someone is you know reading don't do that just you know write down the most important thoughts you want to convey but that literally takes like what 10 minutes or something depending on your podcast episode length that does not take long you can straight on hop into recording and then what I do while I'm recording and when I'm making a mistake I immediately just edit that out so I am recording and editing in GarageBand which is a free um, program here for your MacBook so this is amazing if you have an apple you know product i think you can also have that on your iphone um so yeah anyway this is so 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 great and you know no post-production as i said and then what you literally do is you save it export it upload it add a title you don't even need to you know make or you know write a huge list of show notes because I don't know about you but do you ever read the show notes I mean the only thing for show notes is that they do improve your searchability so if you can implement a few keywords in there that's great but don't feel pressure to like write those huge show notes because I don't know like there's no proof at all that this actually helps your ranking and it just takes a lot of time so yeah, and then you just put out your podcast episode and then you promote it and that's it. Like, of course, you also have to promote YouTube videos. So podcasts are so, so, so much less time consuming. And, you know, with interviews also here, like, of course, pitching people does take time. But, you know, if you would collaborate with people on YouTube, this would also take time to pitch. So definitely when it comes to time, podcast wins. The next, um, how do you say that? Next category, next category <laughs> is equipment. Again, this is also something that holds a lot of people back from YouTube. However, here I can really say that YouTube as well as podcasting, you don't need as much equipment as you may think. So the YouTube equipment that I really recommend or that you basically need is a camera and an editing software. You do not need lighting, you do not need a microphone, you do not need any, you know, fancy stuff. All you need is really a solid camera and an editing software. If you have a MacBook, then you already have that problem solved with an editing software because you got iMovie on it, which is the best editing software for beginners. When it comes to a camera, of course, this can be an investment for some. I always recommend the Sony A5100, which is an awesome mirrorless camera. It's great for vlogging, it's great for sitting down videos, and it is around, how much it is? I think it is around 300 pounds, so that is probably like $400 or five, uh, $350 
What I can also recommend you to do though is to just check eBay because for example, I got my vlogging camera from eBay and I only paid 100 euros for it and it's amazing. Like you wouldn't even, like I wouldn't even need my big DSLR camera anymore because the vlogging camera is, it's, a, it's you know, it's enough. It's enough, definitely, especially for beginners, right? It's absolutely enough. So for YouTube, you need a camera and an editing software, right? So that should not be that much. As I said, natural lighting, you don't need big lights. Natural lighting is all you need. You don't necessarily need a microphone, especially when you film with cameras like the Sony A5100. They have a great microphone. But if you wanted to, a recent hack that I've been doing is I am using my iPhone to record my voice. I just put my iPhone somewhere near me. I record my voice. And then I sync that up with the video footage. I delete the audio track of the video footage. I put the audio track of my iPhone instead. And that makes it a lot better. So you really don't need that much. And the same for the podcast. Okay, I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I am currently recording this with my headset that I got with my iPhone. <laughs> I don't even have a podcast microphone, right? I mean, of course, I would love to and I would probably get one in the future. But to start a podcast and to grow a podcast you don't need a microphone. Just take your headset from your iPhone or from whatever other phone you have. I don't know. I know most of you probably have iPhones, so you already have that laying at home. And use that. Then um, what you also need for a podcast, of course, an editing software. Here you can um, have GarageBand on Mac and Audacity, I think it's called, on Windows both are free and what you also need though for a podcast that's something a lot of people forget this is probably the only thing where I would say when it comes to equipment podcasts would probably lose the battle because you do need to pay for a host when it comes to a podcast so you do have to pay a monthly fee to have your podcast files published I'm with Blueberry and I am paying um 17 euros I think per month and I have a lot of space like when you're first starting out the smaller rate I think I had 100 megabyte when I first started now I have 250 megabyte and the 100 megabyte are absolutely enough if you want to upload once per week and this was I think 12 euros per month so or, or like what is that like 13 14 dollars or something it's not that expensive and it's really, really a great investment. However, this is what you should be aware of. Of course, when you go, um, you know, onto YouTube, you don't have to pay. But of course, there you have the ads in front of your videos if you um, are, you know, a YouTube partner, which you don't have on podcasts. On podcasts, this is really your own show. You don't have any ads. But yeah, both when it comes to equipment, both are fine, like both are really not as heavy as you might think. Of course, you can always up-level when the time comes, but equipment should never hold you back from starting. The next category are, or is, next category is, yeah, next category is skills. What skills do you need to start a YouTube channel or to start a podcast? Let me start with the YouTube channel. I think that 
you know, when it comes to choosing a platform, it is so vital that you don't only choose a platform where your ideal client hangs out or where your audience is. It's even more important to choose a platform that brings out your personality and that, you know, really highlights your how do you say that, your um, traits, right, your your talents. And when you are, you know, a great presenter, when you have a great video presence, when you love to be on camera and stuff, of course, do YouTube and not podcasts. But for example, if you love talking, but you don't really like being on camera, do a podcast. So it really depends on your own talents. However, what I also wanted to point out here is that, you know, when you start with both, both will feel weird and both will feel uncomfortable. So it doesn't really matter because if you continue doing it, you will master both YouTube and podcast. So again, for YouTube, you should have a great video presence and you should have basic filming and editing skills. Again, if you have no idea about editing, you can always hire it out. Um, But of course, if you are traveling location independent, you probably can't, you know, bring a film crew with you traveling around the world or wherever you are right now. So you should have basic um, filming skills. But this is all stuff you really need as uh, you really need, you really learn as you progress and as you go. So you should never let that hold you back. And there are so many free tutorials on YouTube or you know I even have a friend she does like um she is an actress I actually also featured her on my podcast Christina um and she's even a coach like she helps you how to present yourself on video so you there are coaches and courses for everything okay so you can really master and learn everything for a podcast um of course, you should have a clear pronunciation and you should be, you know, well-spoken, I'd say. Like, if you can't really talk and if you can't really, you know, I don't know, like, talk, but usually we can all talk, right? <laughs> um, yeah, you should probably like talking. But again, here, I, like, a few years ago, I didn't really like talking and now you know, I love it and you really get better at it as you do it. Like my first few episodes, I struggled. I had to edit so much because I was so perfectionistic and I, you know, overthought everything I said and, you know, it really, it really all comes to you as you do it. So when it comes to skills, of course, you, you know, different personalities and different skills are better for YouTube or for podcasts. But in the end, if you really want to do YouTube, but you're not feeling confident on camera, give me a message, like send me a message. We will work on that. Same with podcast. If you think that you're not a great speaker, you're not a great interviewer, just do it. Just try it. You can master it all. And if you really want to do it, then Honestly, you can learn all of the skills because no one was born being um, perfect on camera. No one was born being a perfect interviewer. It all comes from action, okay? Progress comes from action, not thought. You are not getting perfect or better at it if you just think about it. You have to actually do it. The next category, number five, is monetization. I do not talk about this a lot on my podcast. I don't, you know, or generally in my business, this is really not my zone of genius, how you can actually, you know, monetize stuff. 
um, on the platform. I do talk about, of course, how you can attract clients, but then actually make money through your services and products that you sell. But I don't teach on how you can make money with YouTube right? Not like with AdSense or anything. But I do know a lot of stuff on it. So I thought I would just cover that as well. And of course, if you grow your presence on those two platforms, then monetization will definitely become an opportunity for you, a great um, additional income stream. But also like... (laughs) both platforms it takes time to come to that level so if you only want an additional income stream then this is probably not the right choice (laughs) all right youtube on youtube you can monetize with sponsorships affiliate marketing and adsense the most powerful out of those three is definitely sponsorships because, you know, a lot of companies and businesses are now getting aware of so-called micro-influencers who are influencers between, I think it's a 1,000 and 10,000 followers. So definitely in your beginning stages. And, you know, especially if you have a strong niche, then companies are willing to pay you for presenting their products towards that niche audience and companies know that especially on YouTube people are really engaged with the pe- with the person they're watching because when you are on video and when you are taking people along your life of course they feel as if they know you and they build this trust okay both YouTube and podcasts like they build so much trust because you do spend a lot of time with that person kind of right digitally so sponsorships are huge on youtube affiliate marketing is obviously great because you can just put all links that you can think of might that be your video equipment or things you mentioned in a video you can put all of those affiliate links like amazon affiliate or something in your description and always you know lead people to click that link so affiliate marketing huge thing on youtube and lastly adsense which is i don't know like it's not really worth talking about because you barely get any you know, money from that, to be honest, if you're like, if you're starting out, you are not getting paid by AdSense anyway, because you first need 4,000 hours of watch time and 1,000 subscribers. So definitely don't depend on that. But you know, this is also an income stream once you grow. Right, that was YouTube. So again, to recap, if you can write that down, YouTube, sponsorships, affiliate marketing, and AdSense. For podcasts, It's, um, well, also sponsorships and affiliate marketing. Why did I write down AdSense in my notes? (laughs) Yeah, so how you can monetize a um, uh, platform, how you can monetize your podcast is again through affiliate marketing. So putting all of the affiliate links in your show notes acts just the same way as with a YouTube description. And then, of course, you can also get sponsors for your podcast, which is amazing because, again, you have a really niche audience or businesses and pod- um, pod- what? <laughs> businesses and companies will be willing to pay you um, for sponsorship on your 
on your podcast and this is also really powerful because you could for example do a sponsor you know partnership where you get um more money to mention your like the product or the company the business in several podcasts for example right so this is a win-win situation because for the business it's actually cheaper to sponsor you over a series of you know episodes rather than you know sponsoring different people for only one episode because of course first of all it takes more effort and second of all you can get reduced rates when you do several podcast episodes if that makes any sense at all right now but yeah sponsorships are so 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 powerful on a podcast as well as on youtube so for monetization both platforms are absolutely awesome and if you talk about monetization for you know getting people to buy your products same because as i already said youtube and podcast they build so much trust right because you're spending a lot of time with that person like right now if you're still listening we have been spending over half an hour together Like on Facebook or on Instagram, you would never look at my pictures or posts for half an hour, right? And that is why a rich content platform is vital for your business. And it's so, so, so important to have. All right. And then the last, but definitely, definitely, oh my God, not least, um category for the podcast versus YouTube comparison and what's best for you and your business is audience interaction. How can you interact with your audience? And this, my friends, is where YouTube is a clear winner. Why? Because iTunes definitely has to step up their game when it comes to podcast like interactions. On podcasts, you do not have a comment section. And what's so weird about reviews as well is that you can only see your reviews when you are in that country. Like, For example, if someone from Australia would write um, a review on my podcast, only people from Australia or who are logged into the Australian iTunes could see that. And that is so, so, so annoying. And there is a website, I will link it below if I remember it. There is a website that gets all of your reviews in one place. But the thing is that people like your podcast listeners cannot interact with each other. And they can hardly interact with you, which is such a shame. It's such a shame. Shame on you, iTunes. <laughs> Get a comment section for podcasts. That's why, like, if you obviously still want to start a podcast, that is why a lot of people start Facebook groups around their podcasts because you have no way of interacting with your listeners and engaging them and eventually selling stuff to them on podcasts, like on iTunes. Literally, there is no no way for interaction which sucks however with youtube this is really where it's quite amazing because you have a huge comment section right people can so easily comment on your youtube videos they can you know react to each other's comments they can reply to each other's comments they can interact with each other they can interact with you and you know the comment section is so huge on youtube i don't know about you but When I'm watching videos, usually the first thing I do is like I scroll down to the comment section to just see what people are saying. And, you know, this gives you such a great tool to build a community and to, of course, know more about your listeners or uh, your viewers in that case, because you can always, you know, ask them, oh, yeah, 
yeah, um, so like, what about you? What's your business? What do you struggle with, right? Whereas on podcasts, you have no idea really who's listening. You don't even know how many people subscribe to your podcast. You can always, like, you can only see who listens, like how many people actually download it, but you can't really see who actually, you know, listens to it. Whereas on YouTube, you have, you know, so, so, so many um, ways to interact with your with your viewers, visitors. And what is also great about YouTube is that you can do YouTube live. So this is, of course, an amazing way to interact with your audience live, right? It's great for your algorithm. It's great. It's a great time-saving method to put out a video. So, you know, the comment section and YouTube live are gold for audience interaction, whereas a podcast hmm, kind of sucks at that level and if you really want to interact with your audience definitely make sure you connect with them through a Facebook group or you know through letting like through pointing them towards your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever yay so we went all the way through six categories growth time equipment skills monetization and audience interaction. I really, really hope you took all of your notes because I feel like I gave so much information right now that you probably cannot remember it all when you didn't take any notes. <laughs> so just a quick conclusion. As I already said in the beginning, it's so important that you are either on YouTube or on a podcast or, or you have a podcast. If you can do both, do both because this will skyrocket your presence and honestly this will you know grow this community and grow your tribe tremendously tremendously like I really believe in YouTube and podcasts to be like actually incredible actually incredible all right and then another thing I want you to remember if you really, really want to do a YouTube channel, but you think that you and your business fit a podcast more, do a YouTube channel because you need to choose the platform that you love and that you think will be the most fun to you, that fits your personality, that fits your business. Same with podcasts. If you think, oh, hmm, I have like products and oh, I should probably do a YouTube, don't do it. Don't do it if you don't want to do it because you will not be able to keep consistent and the time you spend trying very hard to do something that you don't actually like is, you know, better spent building a platform that you love and, you know, that you can put a lot of love and stuff in, right? So, I mean... Personally, I love both. I I mean, if I had to decide, I would go with YouTube because I love YouTube so much. But I love both. Like, I really love both. And when it comes to my business, of course, I don't share a lot of business content on my YouTube channel. I do share more business content on my podcast, but I really do love both. And I think both are great 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 for your business so yeah I did I want to say anything else I don't know let me know what do you want to start or was this helpful for you please leave me a review here on iTunes or send me a DM on Instagram because now you know how hard it is to interact with your podcast listeners right so definitely definitely do that let me know what do you want to start if you have any other questions 
And yeah, that's about it for this podcast episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you stayed until here, then well done because we're almost at 40 minutes now. So yeah, thanks so, so much. And I will see you. No. <laughs> and you will hear from me very soon. Bye. <laughs>